Bloody Elbow presents The MMA Depressed Us, the show that features our trio of analysts watching terrible fights from UFC history or terrible combat sports movies and giving live play-by-play commentary. Hey, Bloody Elbow Podcast, Substack subscribers will hear bonus content, if available, at the end of the broadcast. Subscribe at bloodyelbow.substack.com for our newsletter and at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com for our podcast network. Here are your hosts, Zane Simon, Connor Rebush, and Phil McKenzie. Hey everybody, welcome back to the MMA Depressed Us with me, Zane Simon, and my co-hosts, as always, Connor Rebush and That's Phil me. McKenzie. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, oh you... Oh. Wait, who am I then? Oh, I think you got to be Phil McKenzie for today. You do such a wonderful Phil McKenzie impression. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> it's me, old Philly. Philly. That is clearly Kyle. I want to <laughs> have that British accent where they where they do like the rhoticism thing. It's me, Philly. <laughs> I talk like uh, the guy from Monty Python in it. <laughs> Sounding more like Carl Urban. <laughs> oh, good day, Governor. <laughs> we are back once again for UFC off week to watch the best of bad MMA that we can find. And in uh, reflection of and in honor of our recent t- pair of title fight performances, we decided to do a few to pick out a few really bad title fights. A couple of these uh, we have not watched for, if ever. I, I I probably have seen the first two. Jens Pulver versus Dennis Hallman and Pat Militich, Mikey Burnett. I probably saw both of these right around when I started watching MMA, so like three years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. But A no, there lot was... of your opinions and takes are making so much more sense now. Right, right. I, the whole, the whole like fifteen years before. I've just been actually fake. I never watched one fight, and I've just been faking every. Yeah. You just every, keep talking to me about how Patty Pimblett is going to be champion. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I know. I, at least for we, I mean, did, you guys went through the same phase, right? It's the like the initial excitement where you go and like watch all the MMA you can. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, of course. I watched uh, Pride events. I did not watch. Pat Militage yeah. fights. I watched all the old UFC events and all the old Pride events when I first got into MMA. And I think I have seen precious few Pat Militage fights. I've certainly seen more of Jens Pulver, but I don't recall this one. Well, you've seen his, his recent court battles, right? <laughs> I've not been paying attention to that. It didn't, I, I, I don't know. I just I kind of hope it works out for Jens Pulver. I don't know the, if that means I hope he wins his case. I don't know what he's fighting for. Oh, no, I meant Pat Militich. Jens oh, Militich. Oh, I hope he loses. I hope he loses everything he has. <laughs> um, but I no, have Jen, definitely. Jen seems like, yeah, Jens Jen seems like a sweetheart. Yep. I have definitely seen the last fight on the docket. All right. And yes, we've all seen our final fight of the night. Anderson Silva, Damian Maya. It is, in fact, one that I'm. We're all surprised we haven't done on the depressed us already. I don't know if we were saving it for a rainy day or what, but 
we're getting to it I now. I think we were thinking about doing like what UFC was it? it was like 102 or whatever I can't remember but we were thinking about doing one a like just yeah. watching that that uh that whole card yeah whole card but then we've watched bits from it anyway yeah so the, every we've now watched almost every other piece of it because man that card was bad oh yeah you see one first Abu Dhabi one isn't it yep yeah, it yeah. was a historically monumentally bad pay-per-view it was Matt Hughes, Henzo Gracie, Frankie Edgar, BJ Penn, and Anderson Silva, Damian Maya, with Mark Munoz versus Kendall Grove and Rafael Dos Anjos, Terry Adam before that. Oh, but we did get Phil Davis, Anaconda choking Alexander Gustafsson on the uh, prelims. But just looking at the results on paper, it doesn't seem like it was. It could have been that bad. I think it probably just had two extremely punishing title fights to end it. Well, the EJ Penn Edgar fight was pretty well regard, widely regarded as a robbery at the time. Yeah, yeah it but it also is. Yeah, yeah, we have watched. It. It's also not a particularly good fight. It's it's, it's, it's not it's a pretty good fight. damn bad. Yeah, and then Silva Maya was bad, and then Matt Hughes Henzo Gracie for three rounds and. Oh you know, three and a half rounds. Yeah. That was a, they were three brutal fights to end the night. Yeah. Not a good so, way to go out. No. Anyway, we're going to kick things off here with Jens Pulver versus Dennis Hallman at UFC 33. And I'm refreshing just to make sure. And we're all on the same page, ready to you, go. You are refreshing, Zane. I thank you. I try to. You know, I really try to be just a breath of fresh air like a for cool all. Drink of water, you know? Yeah. No more flooding. <laughs> all right. Damn. My ego could because was really using that boost. All right. Starting in three, two, one, go. Yeah. I think none of us remember this one, which is probably not a good sign. Yeah. Ooh, oh, cool. Yeah. Graph- bike graphics, though. I love it. Honestly, these are way cooler than the ones they have now. They really I'm are. This is some real Metal Gear Solid, like, snake! Yeah. <laughs> it's wild to me that they, they have the graphics they have now, which are, like, polished, flat. Like, they look like every other graphics for any sports product. But they still use the song they were using at this time. Right. They still have Face the Pain. It's unbelievable. Fact has beaten Matt Hughes twice. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, there's some some real, like, command and conquer cutscene kind of. Right, yeah. Yeah. I love the background that they have. They're just in front of a blue velvet curtain. When is Kane going to tell me my next mission for the Brotherhood of Nod? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Demonically unchanged. Yeah. This looks like the same exact guy, but with darker hair. Yeah. It is weird. Oh. I, I do not remember Dr. Luther Mack. Me either. 
He it doesn't like look a, happy to be there. He looks like a serious man. Yeah. And Dennis Hallman had serious jarhead thing going on. Like, was that? Mm-hmm. Do you think they showed him because this this was like one of the first Zufa events, right? Yeah. Yeah, Were yeah. they trying to like express the legitimacy, the newfound legitimacy of the sport? Very much. Like we're highlighting that we have officials on hand. We're yeah. overseeing regulating this. Because I've certainly never seen them highlight a an athletic commission official before. Well, they used to highlight Mark Ratner all the time, and then he went and actually started working for them. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, that really is. Who is the commentary team? Oh, that's a good question. Rogan, surely. They had Rogan since the early days. I mean, this is going to be. Rogan was. It's Goldberg. Yeah. Oh god, they've got Cecil Peoples and Douglas Crosby. Crosby Peoples judging. That is a fighting stance. You know, I start now. I forgot. You didn't even tell people that I was going to tell them when the first round started, but I got it. I did it. As always, we're watching all this stuff on Fight Pass. Zane, you might have to watch a much tinier version of this fight. Oh, your audio is deteriorating. You haven't learned your lesson still. Okay. We, now you sound great. We, uh, as always, we watch all these videos on Fight Pass. And so you don't sound great. You sound yeah. shitty, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when are you going to get internet, Zane? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Cyber optic. It is not. I don't know what the problem is. Well, it's not me. It's not Phil. No, I think it's you. You think it's me? I probably have the cheapest internet connection of all of us, and mine is the only one that never screws up. No, I'm just saying it's it's your fault. Whatever's going on. I'm not saying, like, you have some sort of... Are you, implying, are you implying that I've been, like, what? That I've been, like, sending monthly checks to your cable and internet provider? Oh, I, uh, I just think you absorb bandwidth. That I've been like calling every single person who works at your ISP, telling them to choke your bandwidth. Like, is that what you're saying? I wasn't, but now I'm starting to wonder if that's why I've been getting all these notices. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. I would never accuse you of that. Thank you, Zingbot. (laughs) Commence refreshment. Ooh, I love to fan you with this palm frond. I know you do, Zane. I know. Well, this fight is as thrilling as advertised, although I did not expect that it would be Jens Palver in top position quite so much. Oh, really? That's You know, we we did miss a trick here by not picking out uh, Matt Hughes versus... Uh, who was it? The, the Matthews fight? I don't know. That we're going to do? It was... Uh, it was somebody. Matthews versus... 
Sean Shirk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a oh, trick that we mentioned Sean Shirk, because then we would have had uh, Pulver and Militich and Hughes, all Militich fighting system champs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get it one of these days, and maybe yeah. we'll squeeze another Pulver fight in there. Most of them are pretty good, as I recall, but... Uh, yeah. Like, even that, his top game was too exciting for that first uh, ground exchange to be that bad. I'm thinking this this we've now got we are now uh, three minutes out of uh-huh. twenty five into this fight and I I think we've seen it all now. Yeah. yeah. Holman is clearly in the oh you can stuff my shot I will just fall to my back. Yep. Mode. And yeah. And not even like making a. That used to be a lot more common. Like nobody would take a gamble trying to stand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until the referee stepped in. You Which see that. Uh, that is one thing to appreciate in modern MMA. You see that a lot more. People actually Uh-oh. take a risk to get back to their feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did the low kick to guard pull. That's, oh, that's extra. That's extra sucky. Some Antonio Inoki shit. About the same level of striking, too. Yeah. It's the first thing I said when the video started. I said, the fight started. That is a fighting stance that uh, yeah. Dennis Hallman has. It is the please don't hit me fighting stance. Yes. <laughs> it looks like someone who's never boxed a day in his life. It is very funny that Matt Hughes lost twice to this, to this man, though. Yeah, it right? Is. How did those fights go? I don't remember them at all. Didn't he submit Hughes once? Yeah, he, yeah. he submitted him both times. Yeah. Just to it think, probably, he just, probably just armbarred him from guard. That's crazy. Yeah, Hughes throwing himself into... Well, like, just like we saw here, Pulver just jumped guard. That just used to, you know... Yeah. <sighs> used, used to be viable. Yep. The guard was once considered to be a... Uh, a not even just not not even a bad position, but like a dom- or not even a neutral position, but like a dominant position. Yeah, because of voice crazy and all that. I mean, according to Wikipedia, both times he fought Hughes, he like instantly submitted him. He guillotined him in 17 seconds and armbarred him in 20 seconds. So Hughes just like bull rushed into his own death twice yep. against uh that that's that's the impression I'm getting. That that sounds right for Matt Hughes. Yeah. That is a point for bad brothers. How how have we never watched Mark Hughes? Good point. Admittedly, I don't think he ever made it to the UFC, but like surely. Uh, what, what were they doing behind the what were they pounding each other behind the bar? Is that the one? Yeah. Mhm. 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 One who was clearly just much better at the pounding. Dennis Holman out here looking like like Sting with like the white blonde hair. Mhm. Mark Hughes did fight in the UFC actually. Did he? Yeah. He beat Alex Stiebling at UFC 28 high stakes by unanimous decision. Hmm. Yeah, you're not kidding. Not even a terrible win for the time. Yeah. 
Stiebling at least was experienced. Biggest difference is just somebody had to do farm chores, I think. Mm -hmm. They couldn't both have fighting careers. One of them had pigs to feed. Yeah. And the other one was too busy willingly disemboweling every pig he saw for fun. And so Mark's job was to protect the livestock from Matt. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Ma, I found another goat with its throat ripped out. Boys will be boys. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, Matt, you're grounded, but boys will be boys explains a lot more about how Matt turned out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Why did we have this idea, by the way, that we're going to watch three extremely long bad fights? Yeah. <laughs> this is a really I mean, this bad is why movie. I like that I was I, I I offer things to you like uh, Imanari's worst like losses, and you guys are like no, no, that's I'm awful. Still, I'm still you. glad we're not watching that because yeah, me too. But all, least... all that go for it. Yeah, sorry. At least this is some kind of like MMA history, which has briefly like, which has fled my brain for the time being. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is filling in some gaps. But Imanari's entire career is just a footnote. Yes, yes, thank you, Connor. Uh, (laughs) If only we were on Discord and we could do the badum sound effects. Because of all the footlocks. Yeah, thank you, Connor. We no, understand. Yeah, first time, <laughs> All I'm saying, though, is that me, me putting that kind of energy out into the universe walks you guys right into stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I, we, we're still winning, basically. When you put it in context, I actually feel pretty good about what I'm watching right now. Thanks, exactly. exactly. Thanks for refreshing me yet again. Yep, yep. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to remind you it could always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh man yeah honestly we get so much less of this now yeah yeah we really I mean, yeah, do this is genuinely worth remembering how much people were worried that like land prey was going to destroy the spot and like mostly we can now admit that it was all the fault of the people on the bottom yep because that's actually really hard to do. But they just agreed to not win, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's on Dennis Holman there in closed guard with Gent Pulver on top of him, wrapping up an arm. We have some great um, jiu-jitsu isn't real content uh, just uh, last weekend. Yeah. You want to talk I'm trying to remember which fight it was that stood out to me. Oh, okay. Thanks for thanks for bringing that to the table. Oh, it was yeah. uh, it was Evloa of Allen was one. Mm, yeah. Um, Bueno Silva Pennington was one. What? Yeah. Wow. There were several fights where, like, yeah, one fighter's only hope was to do submissions, and they just they just didn't work. Yeah. Uh, who, was it Gillian Robertson against someone who was who was Pollyanna Vienna or it was someone who was just going to die, obviously die against her? That one worked. That one worked pretty well. Yeah. yeah. She didn't. She she didn't. 
get the choke, but you know, the jujitsu did work. But it was top position jujitsu. We can all agree the caveat is that top position jujitsu has a function. Mm-hmm. The guard is fake. It just doesn't doesn't do anything. You know, it, it feels a little rare that we actually see that kind of actual like bruising discoloration on the forehead that I Hallman has. That showed up really early. Like he must yeah. have yeah. he must he must have had his forehead smushed across the canvas. I figured it was from a sprawl. Yeah. That yeah. he just did like a like a a, a, a b-boy move and, and forehead slid across the floor I wish I could remember that that sounds like the coolest thing yeah, it wasn't that cool because I don't remember it either but there's, there's Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro oh you remembered his name I couldn't remember his wow. name I was thinking it was like Chris Angel or one of those no that's Dave Navarro He they couldn't get uh, the main guy from Chili Peppers <laughs> So they got was the he, guy. He was, he was Jane's addiction, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was briefly in Chili Peppers yeah, yeah, when they, they fell out with Mike Bishanti. Yes. I used to be a Chili Peppers fan. <laughs> I was into that. I'm younger hey, than Jeremy both of you. Jeremy Warren back there. Looking like a, just sort of a ballooned up Jens Pulver. Yeah. Somehow they, they have the exact same hairline. Of the idea that, like, the uh, the staff has to have, like, a ba- actual badges on. Mm-hmm. Really trying to show off the regular- regulatory authority there. That is the vibe I'm getting. I also love the crowd shot, just, like, the Guido-ass-looking dudes. Just, yeah! It's just a real... <laughs> I mean, it's in it's in Nevada, but there's a real just Jersey Shore vibe to all UFC events around this time. Is it just me though, or do you actually get a from these shots here? Like, do you not get a better impression of like the crowd size oh, that yeah. you do in modern UFC events? One hundred percent, they're not unlighting the crowd, which is what they always do. Now. I kind of like this look better. Like, and also I gotta say, it looks to me like the octagon is lower. A, we got the ramp that goes right down to it. It does Always feel like that. The ramp. And B, I think it's lower because you can see, like, everybody up at floor level has, seems like they have a pretty good view of the actual octagon. Yeah. Which I've heard multiple times these days that floor seats in the UFC are actually, like, some of the can't see shit. Yeah. Everybody knows if you're going to a UFC show, you go for like the lowest level of raised seats. Yeah. yeah. Those are the ones where you're getting the clearest view. Because that is the... I, I like the cage, you know, and I think it is better for MMA than the ring, by and large. Yeah. Because I like the way you can use the barrier. But uh, it's not really the best thing for a live viewing experience. No. It is absolutely notably not live viewing friendly. Like a boxing ring is fantastic for a viewing. Mm-hmm. Unless you get stuck directly behind a turnbuckle, you have a great view from almost any angle. Yeah. The cage is just a lot of fucking shit in the way. What is Dennis Holman's plan at this point? He doesn't have one. Now it genuinely, it, it genuinely seems like he is just trying to hold on to his plan is to not lose as tightly as possible. Like there's no, 
There's no shrimping. There's no getting up on a hip. Nothing. You know. His plan is to not get finished. Yeah. I mean, this is Paul Daly-esque. Hand fighting. Yeah, I mean, it is honestly ridiculously passive, all things considered. Like, the body triangle. Daily fights we could watch at some point. True. Because he's he's definitely a good example of someone who is very fun, who is sometimes not, sometimes extremely not fun. Like you said, though, Phil, the reason this fight is bad, it's Dennis Hallman's fault. Look at Pulver. Mm -hmm. He's trying, you know? He is. Yeah. The guy is literally body triangling him from his back. Like, he just can't do much. Yep. Yeah. And Pulver being still, you know, a, a military systems wrestler is not any kind of, like, guard-passing magician. Yeah, right. Although he had some pretty sick passes right at the start, but that was before Holman figured out he should just close his legs forever. Yeah. Either way, Pulver's throwing punches. You know, he's grinding his head. He's He's staying busy, at least. Well, there's a shot from Hallman, a very meaningful punch from his back. The worst of it is that Hallman, this is all at Hallman's behest, too. He wants to be yeah. here. He's he certainly doesn't want to stand. strike. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see his stance? <laughs> He's just laying there, head fully down on the ground. Yeah. Just sort of looking... I'm tired and defeated. This is this is where oh, honestly, he opened the guard. Me, he opened the guard. Refereeing has to. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Like, you got to give Hall start giving Hallman warnings for passivity. The guards know. open. There's something's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Instantly more interesting. See when the guard opens, Pulver passes. He just cut yeah, through there. Yeah. Nice little knee cut pass there. Also, like, Holman keeping his guard closed and then opening it, like, with 30 seconds to go. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, at that point, just keep it closed. You're not going to submit him in 30 seconds. But that just goes to show, like, how fundamentally safe he is trying to play it. Like, okay, now, yeah. now is when I can take the huge gamble of trying to do something. Of having the guard open. Not even yeah. trying to do that, just having the guard open. He's still and got then, a hook on one Once arm. he gets past, immediately holding Pulver as close to him as possible once again. This is, Jen, a is Jen's bad. tired, or did he just sort of sit back? He looks dispirited by how shitty the fight he's is. just dispirited. Everybody's booing him. He looks frustrated. He knows this sucks. Hallman looks like he got hit in the head with the tomato. He's looking like a sort of a. Who's the uh, Brock Lesnar training partner that Mark Hunt? Oh, Chris, Chris Tuxerer. He's looking like a shriveled Chris Tuxerer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is back in the day when they would let corners bring in all their own Vaseline and just use it however they wanted. Oh, seriously? Yeah, look at it. It's fucking Matt Hume there. Isn't that Matt Hume with the? That that looks like Matt Hume. With yeah. an open jar of Vaseline in his hand. I'd recognize that bald spot anywhere. Yeah. Wow. On one side, they are flexing how well-regulated the sport has become. On the other side, 
you're just letting the coaches grease their fighters in front yeah. of the cameras. <laughs> oh, it's a Yamazaki fight. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Holman really going for it there. <laughs> it feel like a body kick and maybe a punch ish. And another punch. Wow. Yeah. Wait for God, the guard pull. There it is. Oh, okay then. There we go. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even try to take him down with that one. No. He decided to pull guard so he quickly. Literally jumped himself into a fireman's carry. Carrying me over the threshold, Jens. That's, that's right. Really trying to just jump, leap into <laughs> Jens' arms. Going for that thing, that that <laughs> not a submission thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I know Hallman can grapple, but yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's just so clueless as to how to get any kind of any kind of foothold against Pulver. Just looks like he's making it up. Yeah. Hey, this is at least something. Yeah, trying to take the back. Yeah. Hey, he's sort of hovering and floating on his hips. This is a little bit more just like, you know. If Hallman had any wrestling skill, he could have tried like a little little crab ride from this. But instead, he's just going to sort of plank on him. him. Yeah. This is much, much sexier than people taking the back normally looks, I will say. Oh, Hallman's yes. simply the way he... He can't jump and get hooks in. And he that refuses is, to try and shift his grip to get an overhook. Yeah. So he was just sort of, you know, mounting. It is very much actual mount. It, it was, was a mount of, uh, acting. Yes, mount, mounting in the other sense of the word, yeah. I was just thinking of Martin Short's cameo in Arrested Development as the mm-hmm. crippled man. And when he gets picked up at one point, he says, I think I'm, I think you're right inside me now. <laughs> <laughs> An improvised line from the brilliant Martin Short. This was <laughs> thinking Jens Bulver whispering to Dennis Hallman as he sort of floated on his ass. <laughs> Jeremy Horn back there again. He really just looks like a, not like an MMA fighter, but like a quintessential MMA guy of Dang, his period. Yeah, just as new metal 1990s. Yeah new metal as he gets that is a dude from a very boring midwestern town yeah who loves blood and violence because and there's nothing else and crazy to him yeah papa roach loves papa roach yeah i mean the winters are so cold in okotoki minnesota that you just gotta get some new metal action and some blood and, and guts even Holman described it as his last resort. <laughs> it's his last and only resort, yeah. Like his arms away, he's not even actually trying to hold anything. He's literally just letting his arms drape and rest <laughs> on hold of his neck. Yeah, he, he, he literally just looks like he could be, you know, could be asleep in many of these positions. He's literally yeah. draped in your lover's arms, kind of jujitsu here, like. Not, not trying to control any position. <laughs> Jens is frustrated. He's like, I'm, oh, I yeah. am trying to fight him. Holman is just like, he's not even. He's literally just relaxing here. Mario, you remember the part where Holman insisted on being in this position, right? 
It's not me, says Jens. Just opened his jar briefly. Nobody did anything. Close it quickly. Close it. Close it. Like he he opened his guard and then he looked up at the clock and saw there were over fifty seconds remaining in the round. He's like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> just clamped it tight again. I just real like I, it just makes me realize that you almost never see anybody who's on the ground who's not at least trying to control their opponent, even if they're being yeah defended. Mm-hmm. Like, Holman is not actually even trying to control Pulver. He, he is in the most passive way possible, though. There is, there is no... Like, he's not trying to grab an arm or lock an arm down or anything. It is literally just, I have he's, my arms draped on your body. He's overhook, He's been overhooking an arm for a little minute now, but yeah, at points, he's just like... Like, I mean, uh, he's obviously nothing... This, look at this, yeah. ...here at all actually kind of amazing that oh is God. literally just being resigned this is not part of the game shut up whoever you are on commentary i never thought i'd say this but thank god the next fight we're watching is only 21 minutes long right <laughs> they must have thought they made a terrible mistake instituting like the five round title fight idea <laughs> like, we made these fights longer why did we get into this stupid goddamn sport They're really talking up this guard work like it's like they need this is where Pulver A needs to be and B need like Holman has something to offer him there. Yeah. Like, this was definitely, I think, uh, you know, like the, everyone who works for the UFC is a, is a company shill, obviously, like. Sure. I don't even say that as a particular criticism, like you don't get a job there unless you're willing to toe the line. But um, they are more willing in the commentary booth now. Like they have enough established legitimacy and inertia that they will talk shit about the fights a little bit. I yeah. feel like at this time, like you could not, like yeah. you, 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 as a commentator, your job was to trick the viewer into thinking that a bad fight wasn't actually bad. That something yeah, interesting yeah. was happening. And Rogan did that for a long time as well. Sure. We convinced a lot of impressionable young MMA fans that like chess match was analogous to dreadful fight. Yes. Yeah. And actually, oh. when they're <laughs> 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 That was a good one. <laughs> that might be the most damage Hallman has taken all yes. fights right there. I think that's that's how he got the forehead damage or something yeah. similar. He just got fucking cow catchered onto his face. That was funny. Pulver just Oh, man. Oh, there's your MNR action, Zane. This is what you wanted. Yeah. One day, one day we'll do it and you'll know what true suffering is. It it's can't be true. worse than watching Carla Rose <laughs> two Three. back to back to back. That what that was my maddest and most devious experiment yet. I will admit. Pulver appears to be uh, determined not to go to the ground so far this round. He's he's tried to just keep his distance and shuck off. Yeah, Holman's pathetic efforts to get him down. Almond. It's got to be tough for a fighter like like Pulver's. 
like instinctively you're like this guy keeps tying up with me but he just instantly lets me get on top of him like to yeah. try to adjust your style so that you don't end up on top of your opponent no mm-hmm. kidding so it's, it's a hard uh, siren song to resist yeah especially given how much mma gyms like really prioritize training yeah top control. as they should i mean you know yeah. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be training the shit that Dennis Hallman's been practicing. No. Look at it. He's got a fresh mouse under his eye from that last left hand, I think. No, I think it's from last sure right. He don't hand read the hand <laughs> His last no hands cartwheel. Yes. Yeah. He's using his head as a pivot point. I think every ounce of damage on it <laughs> is coming literally just from him slamming his own face into the canvas. Oh, wow. This really is an all-time... Have you guys seen the... um, Have you guys seen the uh, clip from the Dragon Ball Z movie with the guy... uh, I think it's Goku. (laughs) Where he does the head slide across a car. No. I, I don't think I have, no. So... Uh... There's classic anime uh, there. Hallman having zero striking fundamentals still feels it within fist. himself to go for a spinning back fist. Yeah. As, as, as far as I can tell, this Dragon Ball Z movie, I, I have not watched it, but it's like it's like a teen, uh, it's like a teen action adventure, like from the '90s kind of thing. Although they made it in the early 2000s, but you know whatever, or mid 2000s. Yeah. Um, and like, there's a scene where some people are like trying to beat. Goku up outside a party and like instead he uses his his martial arts to yeah yeah he uses his martial arts to embarrass them and one of the things he does is that like he you know they're trying to swing at him and at one point he like jumps and then does a head slide all the way across the car uh like, you know, completely ver- upside down vertically, and then onto the other side. And someone's done a very good edit of this where the, they've done the entire fight, but all Goku is doing is head sliding. <laughs> like, every cut it, where he jumps into the air, he will slide across the top of the car and it will go <laughs> It just happens like eight times. And it was very funny. Oh and that is, God. that is now what I'm thinking about when I'm seeing <laughs> Dennis Holman. Yeah. Watching him, he actually stopped halfway. Through the ball. <laughs> he tried to drop kick him. He did a flying drop kick. That was so cool. He's innovating <laughs> whole new varieties of guard pull. That is amazing. He, he must have hurt his butt tremendously so doing that. I'm telling you, all the damage Holman has taken in this fight has been because he is falling as yeah. hard as he can on the mat. He's gone full mixed rules bout Aoki. Anything not to stand with this guy. Oh hey, my he God. kicked Pulver in the head and then got rocked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't worry, you know We still like you. We like you, buddy. Dana White was right to be pissed off Dennis Hallman. Oh, well, he was mad at him for the wrong reason. He was mad at him because his outfit stirred up some feelings Dana didn't want to confront. I know. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I'll allow it now. Yeah, he should have been mad at him for this. This man should have been prescribed from the UFC for life for this fight. (laughs) Absolutely dreadful. Just 
amazingly terrible. And truly awful. I honestly feel bad for Jens Pulver having watched this. Like, he's yeah. so pissed at what happened. And it was Dennis Holman just did not try to win. Did not even try nope. What can you do when the other guy just it does, has no interest in winning the fight? Yep. Holman is so gassed. He did a flying drop kick in the last round. Yeah. Any technique which meant that he could end up on his back laying down. Yeah. Where he was relatively safe. Honestly. He didn't even look that tired. He just didn't know how to There fight. it is. Oh my God. <laughs> I liked how oh my God. Know, without without appearing to aim, both of his feet hit directly on Pulver's guard. Yeah. Even the drop kick, the most surprising thing he could have gone for, didn't even come close to landing. That should be on the in the UFC opening highlight. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's like that really should, yeah. Um Yeah, one of the I'll still always remember whatever that um Shinya Aoki mixed mixed rules bout he had against yeah, that yeah. kickboxer. Yeah. The guy, the guy who dresses up like the anime schoolgirl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. An all time great moment. I was oh, just yeah. referencing that before, Phil. I said he's gone full mixed rules Aoki. Ah. Yeah, that is in that fight, Aoki goes for like four drop kicks because it yep. means he gets to spend a few seconds getting back up. Yep. A classic. All right, all right. Pat Militich, Mikey Burnett. Fucking hell, that was bad. Ultimate Brazil. Everybody refresh, yeah. refresh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> is this going to be that bad? I don't know. I don't the know. The video is we we, 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 We're just assuming because it's... To be fair, this is simply what you could do back in the day. You could just look at an old title fight and you could be like, did it go to a decision? Yeah, that'll probably be bad. Yeah. All right. Starting in three, two, one, go. I mean, I guess this, this is one of the reasons why a lot of fights back in the day got, um, got uh like overrated mm-hmm. for sure like because people were like it, so it was a decision but it was like it wasn't bad mm-hmm. i mean go back and watch a pride event and and be reminded like just how much of mma was just like intractable guard playing like mm-hmm. you saw a lot of people just being reset by the referee to get their head out from between the ropes like that was a lot of pride back in the day mm-hmm and I would say Pride events, by and large, were more fun than UFC events by a good margin. No yeah. And there was still a lot of boring shit. But they had they had all the pageantry between, too. Yeah, that helped. Lot. That certainly helped. But Pat Militich, Militich, between this and the version of him we just saw, looks like a, a difference of about 30 years of hard living and drinking. <laughs> John McCarthy, meanwhile, looks... More or less the same. He looks much better today. That's a guy, unlike Pat Militich, he got more handsome as he aged. Mm-hmm. Pat Militich never looked better than he does right here. I was I was on a slight tangential note. I was shocked at how old Frankie Edgar looked. Yeah. When they did his uh, the last event. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah, no time I'm has. But it's going to look one million years old really quickly. Yeah, yeah. If God he... forbid Frankie Edgar ever like loses his top teeth, oh, yeah, God. he is going to look like the classic like old west style old man. <laughs> yep. Oh man, it is amazing how by the end of the uh, oh what was it the pre Zufa era. Who owned, who was operating this back then? Yeah, whoever. I can't remember what the, can, the company was called. Yeah. But how how totally cheap and shoddy their production values were looking by the end. Like They, they couldn't even get a velvet curtain to put behind uh, no. Burnett here. Yeah. The, the music is... Ha, 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 ha. Like, that's your big entrance theme. Does he? His tremendous athleticism. Is that going to be his? Meanwhile, uh, I believe Buffer is there looking like he's on his way to prom. Yeah. This is actually a young-looking Bruce Buffer. Somehow they found it. Yep. S.E.G. was the company. S.E.G., that's right, the S.E.G. era. Yeah. What is he wearing up above his, like, around his ankles? Got, like, little tiny... Mikey Burnett has, like, a lobotomy scar. <laughs> it is classic <laughs> MMA. That's about the level that we were, we you were taking you see that? He on. had, like, a giant scar across the back mm-hmm. of his head. I've created the ultimate fighting machine. Through yeah. brain surgery, we have removed all, <laughs> all humanity. Everything that restrains him from being the perfect warrior. It's yeah. also li- classic Lion's Den, so it's probably just Ken Shamrock hit him in the head with a weight. Yeah, yeah. Either, that or, either that or Mikey Burnett was on to something. He figured out before anyone else that the best base for uh, an MMA career is a near life-ending motorcycle crash. <laughs> uh, nothing will prepare you for this sport like that. Sean Strickland, he agrees. Hey, look at that, and he put on one of the greatest title fights of all time. The reason that we're commemorating <laughs> a courageous effort. Oh, This is back when they had the strippers for ring girls. Yeah. I feel like they should bring that back. Just like, why pretend? Yeah. The... the, the when you start trying to class up the concept of a hot woman who holds a number above her head, you've kind of, I don't know, also, like uncanny valley, I think. Sorry, does this have rounds? No. No, no. <laughs> so they go out there and they just go like, one. Is that oh, it? yeah, good point. <laughs> what are they holding up? <laughs> It's just a sign that says... That's a very good question. <laughs> it's just a sign like, that says, would, hello. Because I'm like... I mean, because the thing is, in boxing... Here we go, by the way. Sorry, Phil. Hold on. Shut up, Phil. Shut the fuck up. It starts now. Okay, go on. At least in boxing, it has some kind of meaning. Yeah. It's yeah. not like... If you have, like, 15 rounds, you can genuinely get lost. For sure. And yep. there's some historical precedent. But, like, the idea of someone going around, you're like, one... <laughs> That's 
I really want to like when we're done with this, I might rewind to the beginning to see if I can see what was on that sign. <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> Why was she there? Oh, and this, we're in the you can still grab the clothes days. Oh yeah. Um, that those 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 uh, white crumpled shorts are going to become a very sexy diaper pretty soon. <laughs> that red nose diaper. <laughs> oh man, it's already like. Forget yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My God. Man. Just doing nothing but grabbing the shorts, Militich. Grab the shorts, knee the groin. Oh my God, the pants already look absurd. <laughs> Why would you not just wear the Valetudo shorts if you know that's a possibility? I have to call a timeout. To oh. oh my to God. His diaper. He rolled the legs up. Yep. <laughs> so, there's, so there's less to grab. Oh, Lord. Now they look more like he's wearing tighty whities than he's just <laughs> unfortunately managed to shit. He looks like he's wearing some sort of like pattern, like a Ninja Turtles diaper. Yeah. <laughs> Some novelty diaper. <laughs> this, this title fight has actually made its rounds on fetish sites all across the internet. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, because now we he's, now he's doing exactly the same thing to Militich. We're getting yeah. a, a better look at Pat Militich's ass than I ever wanted. Yeah. He's returning the favor by making Militich's Valetuda shorts look like sexy, high-waisted bikini bottoms. <laughs> You have to stop this fight every two minutes for John McCarthy to both fight in shorts. Oh, Militich with the guard. God, I can't reach his shorts. What do I do? Maybe this was SE. Maybe this was whatever it was, SEG's last attempt at, you know, selling the sport at this point. Mm-hmm. Before Sue for Bort. They were just like, guys, try to make it as sexy as possible. <laughs> you know, wear some. Right. Wear shorts that are, that are gonna make it easier to expose your asses, and then do that as much as humanly possible. Art Jimerson just backstage with a pair of scissors. Every fighter that comes by, just cutting off a little bit extra of their shorts. Hmm. Yep. Hard to hard to do that with the, a boxing glove on one hand. Not an easy job. Or not Jimerson. He's but, he's had a lot of practice. Art, <laughs> I got my arts wrong. I know, but I mixed I mixed the arts, Connor. Never. Mixed Don't the martial that. arts. Don't we know by now that's a mistake, Sam? <laughs> also I like that he was like, I'm gonna win with my incredible athleticism. And he's simply just sitting here in top position. As we oh, knew what happened. The guard. Yeah. Are there rounds? No, there aren't rounds. No, there's not rounds, Phil. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The the clock is counting up. Yeah. That's how it went, because it was, you go until 20-whatever minutes is reached. Uh, There will, however, as we know, as we know from watching old events on this show, there will undoubtedly be some inexplicably long pauses yeah, may as yeah. well have been round breaks. Also, though, like 
now how how much can we blame Holland for the the stalling when Jen's pull? This is also what Jen's pullover was training with. Well, you know, the students are. Why did you stand up? He just got tired of that. He would have won the championship. Yeah, he just stayed there like nothing was changing. Phil, yeah, I have a feeling we'll up. end up there again. Never fear. I don't think that's the last of the uh, guard play we're going to see in this fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Militich out here doing yes. some Holly Holm striking. Grab the shorts. Yeah. This is how yep, zoom in on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those eyes are getting angrier with every second. Yes. <laughs> They're just mutually holding on to each other's pants. This is so stupid. <laughs> And kneeing the balls. Actually yeah. targeted groin knees. Yep. I will say that is actually one of the funnier things about MMA. Is it like now you see a fighter get kneed in the in the groin and uh-huh. immediately like drop and hold and be and be like, oh my god. And then you go back a few years and guys were just kneeing each other full force in the balls on purpose. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, it's like and we know, according to Joe Rogan, they have much better cups now. Yeah, right? Than, than they did then. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my boy, God. No. Oh, yourself, Patrick. John McCarthy is just staring directly. I mean, how can you look away? <laughs> he's, he's, he's waiting for Jens to jump in and just grab the short and pull it down. He's, uh, like, he's going to be looking directly up Pat Miller to just butthole at some point soon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is this can't be allowed. Fix his pants. This is pornographic. It's, it's, we're at full on rock eyebrow now for the tap out <laughs> logo on the back. Bro, next time Pat Militish ever online like expresses some like homophobic opinion, just send <laughs> this image to him. This is the gayest thing anyone has ever done. <laughs> He's wearing a thong fighting another nearly naked man. In a diaper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I don't want to see Pat Militich's entire right ass cheek. There we go. Come on. Oh yeah. Why why do we break? Here it is, what we're talking about. Why do we break? Adjust the diaper. Come on. Adjust it, yeah. So was that just a break for action? It's just a break for action, but a, a long enough one to, to be almost a round break. And you're a, a, a pause in the action at which you are allowed to go over and just sort of talk to your corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I think our instincts were good that this just yeah. wasn't going to be a very... No, I think I think we're we, this paid off. We're back to the am I going to guillotine you before you pull my whole diaper off stage of the fight? <laughs> Problem is the diaper is just so heavy. Yeah. It's just I mean there's just a lot of material and a lot of give in it. You know, Pat, just pull it down instead of up. That'll stop him from fighting. <laughs> just rip his pants down. 
That's, you're practically there anyway. Look at that. He's, he is literally pulling them down at this point. <laughs> just clinging to the <laughs> He's just like leaning over, holding onto his diaper the entire time. That cameraman is just see him repositioning to get better diaper shot. Yeah. No, I want to really, if I get the cameraman like, over, over there in the corner, like, Pat, Pat, wet your lips, wet your lips. <laughs> the lining like, of the diaper is now like falling out of the left side. <laughs> He's got a saggy diaper now. <laughs> it's like coming apart in layers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that was a stupid Oh, story. wow. Pat Militich is losing this fight, right? He really is. Right? I was, I was like thinking, like, when does Pat Militich start winning this fight? Cause he... I, I think he's been losing the whole time. Yeah. yeah, right? What's uh, uh, his face needs to get really tired and also needs to somehow give up top position. I which mean, would we're, be we're, like, we're like halfway through. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Milicic has given him a saggy diaper and that's about the end of it. <laughs> that's really all he's yeah. done. I think he's like, he also like managed to really confuse him by having, by having like, you know, multi-stage detachable underwear. Like, yeah. <laughs> that like was, I think he's, that he's just been baffled fact. by it. He's like, I'm pretty sure I'm pulling his pulling his shorts off now. And just, you know, just like a layer just comes out of it, like a like another <laughs> handkerchief from a magician's hat. <laughs> I thought I had it that time. No, <laughs> we there is more the out. than this. <laughs> it's just another. Just another lank, soggy handkerchief just comes out of the <laughs> disgusting pants. Oh my god. To access the bonus content of this show, you must be a paid subscriber. To do that, go to bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com and subscribe today. Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Podcast production. Subscribe at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com. Give us your email and receive notifications when your favorite shows drop straight into your inbox. We're also found on a wide variety of podcast outlets. Just search for Bloody Elbow Podcast and you will get new shows throughout the week, including the MMA Bunker and MMA Tete-a-Tete shows with Kid Nate, the Level Change Podcast, the Hey Not the Face Podcast, the MMA Vivisection main card and prelims UFC preview shows, the sixth round post fight show, the Show Money podcast, and the MMA Depressed Us. <laughs>